For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Live and festive in the public's Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And I am broadcasting live today, December 26th. We are, this is the last show for me for the year. So I'm going back over 2015, telling you my top 10 events, which aren't out of the ordinary. I I saw an AP poll, Associated Press poll that had almost the same top 10 events. But the way I interpret these things and can actually see them coming sometimes uh, is my worldview, what I think is really going on, which is not what you're getting from the mainstream media. Part of it is my libertarian principles. So when when they tell me uh, that we need a war for something, I go and look at the seven tenets of a just war. And the first one is, is there a nonviolent alternative that would achieve the same end. You have to pick that. So as a libertarian, I have a different response to a lot of these issues. And also, uh, I'm not committed to the left-right paradigm. I'm not going to say, I'll vote for some awful Republican because any Democrats bound to be more awful. Now, that might be true. I'm not saying I don't believe that. But I'm not willing to vote Republican because of that. I will always vote for the Libertarian, even if he's polling like 1%. I don't care. I'm going to register my protest to what I coined before it became a popular term, my protest to the liberal fascist center, which involves both parties across the spectrum. So I've been going through my top 10 uh, the, my first four were number ten was the of 2015 when number ten was the big oil crash that continues in 2015 oil prices down by 66 percent from the middle of 2014 trade promotion authority given to Obama which in my opinion abdicates the Senate's responsibility to advise and consent on treaties and uh, my number eight was the climate change agreement, which I think is going to be set up as a failure and used as a an excuse to push for what Pope Benedict's called a true world authority that will use it. It will be used by the power elite to get us to consent to world government for the loss of sovereignty. Number seven I had was increased uh, framing, increasingly highlighting problems with police overreach and framing it as racial issues. So the Black Lives Matter movement I see as primarily designed to divide us from each other racially and to uh, drive a wedge between the people and the police who are really citizens. They're not, it's not like the military versus civilians in other countries. They're our guys. They should be on our side. And the more uh, antagonistic it feels, the less likely 
they're going to want to be on our side if the chips start to fly. So I go down the rabbit hole a little bit. That Those are my top four. And uh, my I've been taking some tweets and calls and comments. One before the break was from JJ, who uh, highlighted one thing was this international uh, pedophilia, which we don't really hear about that much, especially not in the mainstream media, but they're really, I used to even dismiss it as being just too ridiculous, too outrageous, but it's, there seems to be plenty of evidence that it happens at the very highest levels. And I even got a tweet in response to that from before the break uh, from Stop the NWO, the New World Order. Uh, the pedophile problem is global and satanic in nature, also far bigger than most know. And I responded to him that I, I read a book, I actually had to give it up halfway through because it was so disturbing, called The Franklin Cover-Up, Child Abuse, Satanism, and Murder in Nebraska. Just Google that. Just look at the blurb on that. It is pretty disturbing. There definitely, or I should say, witnesses report satanic overtones. I don't know if that means these people really think they're getting power from Satan or they think the rituals have psychological power. I don't know, but it's out there, and uh, and it's definitely profoundly disturbing. Uh, but I'm going to read a less profoundly disturbing quote, uh, comment from Sean on my Facebook page. I asked, I had posted asking, what's your top three events of 2015? And he said, I won Republican presidential campaign shenanigans, Trump, 100 candidates, media narratives. Number two, war games. Syrian civil war, in quotes, civil war escalates. A lot of people, including me, think it's an outside war from the uh, other Gulf states who want Syria for geopolitical reasons and not that it's some native uprising from Syrians. ISIS, uh, terrorism, propaganda, shifting public opinion towards support of new wars. That is going to continue, in my opinion, Sean. And the third one, which he pointed out, which was not on my list, is the Fed. Uh, quantitative easing continues, he says. Interest rates still frozen. This was just before they raised interest rates for the first time in years. He says this bubble got a lot bigger this year and is set for what was likely to be a pre-election bust in 2016. I'm only highlighting that because... If there is an economic downturn, it seems to me from what I've read and also my instincts is that you're not going to get a third term of the same party. You're not going to get Hillary as a 12 to, to solidify 12 years of Democratic occupancy of the White House if there's an economic bust. If people see that happening, they are going to want to change horses. That's just, I think, pretty common. Uh, for such a long, after a two-term president. So I do think that's important. I think the economy is going to be worth watching. Next Saturday, I'm going to give my 2016 predictions. And let's, uh, I'm going to talk about the presidential race, the economy. So you can check that out. Also, if you want to call now, tell me what you think were the super significant things of 2015. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet at me. A lot of people are tweeting today, at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to go to Scott in Loganville. Hi, Scott. You're on with Monica. Uh, hey, Monica. Uh, thank you very much. I, you know, people people refuse to list the tyranny that we go through every day that proves your point. You know, they'll come up and uh, say, oh, the, they won't enforce immigration laws, and then they stop. But we have so many things that they refuse to uh, uh, come into uh, um, constitutional um, 
uh, oversight, you know, yeah. like uh, failure to enforce the law. I have a big yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, this is why I sometimes like get caught up in, wow, you know, you see the report of a story. Maybe it's a mass shooting and then Obama talks about gun control and I want to like find out what really happened. And I realize that that can be a real distraction. And in reality, if you look at the law, the Constitution, your own principles, you really don't need to get distracted by the big stories in the news. You can just say, hey, we have the laws. We don't need a change in policy. You need to enforce them. You need to really, you know, look to your principles. But they, but they want to ignore the law, like uh, the Constitution. They ignore the Constitution. They, uh, they seize property without, uh, without ju- uh, judicial oversight. You know, uh, yes, that's you know, an asset forfeiture. It's crazy because you're not convicted before yeah. they take your stuff away. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, law enforcement, uh, they have lax law enforcement for certain groups, like the Hollywood elite do all the drugs they want. They know they're doing the drugs. There's no secret there. But you and me, we can't do the drugs. Well, uh, that's what I want to do drugs, but that's an example of the la- uh, of the law enforcement. But even started. bigger, Scott, is when the John Corzine story came out and F- MF Global. I don't know if you remember this was a couple of years ago. John Corzine was a senator from New Jersey, the governor of New Jersey. He was a CEO of Goldman Sachs, and he did some real funny business in his collapsing company. To uh, from what I read seemed crystal clear to me to pay off jp morgan before individual investors exactly. a lot of funny business i thought that guy was going to go to jail and guess what never even heard about it you know what i mean he did not, not only didn't go to jail he didn't go to trial i'm sure he's still fantastically wealthy exactly and you know what are we going to do about it and then nsa you know the nsa does search and seizure of our phone without trials all the time and that's a major problem. I know. That's absolutely outrageous. This constant surveillance about everything. It makes my blood boil. I can't take it. Yeah. That is the one thing that is so stifling to any kind of human creativity to growth. It's designed to keep you from expressing yourself. That's what it's for. And that I think it could make people actually insane. <laughs> you know? well, well, I'm already insane. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. You need some credibility. Uh, well, then high taxes, they steal your freedom, and they don't even have to make a law against it. You don't have the right to free speech because you can't afford a right to free speech. You don't have a right to a lawyer because you can't afford one. You know, it's, it's these kind of things that make me just, you know. Well, they, they give you the lawyer, but I, I don't know, you know, the lawyer works for the government ultimately. And I, 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 I don't impugn their character. A lot of, like, public defenders really are public servants but there is a conflict of interest there and you can't count on the government to protect your rights that's what the bill of rights is for and when you get a good one are they going to go back to that public uh to that public defender you know if he's good at his job no they're going to pick somebody else who they can get convictions on because a good public defender they won't they won't ask to do work anymore uh Yes, they, they, it's all, um, I, I have noticed also that, yeah, if you don't have the money, you can't fight. I saw, I read an article, watched a movie about Tommy Chong. They basically entrapped his son, and then they went to Tommy Chong and said, we know you didn't do anything wrong, but if you go to jail uh, for your son, that'll be okay, and if you don't, we'll try him, and he could go to jail for 99 years. So, yep. and and then in the court papers, they said to the judge in writing, Tommy Chong is known for disparaging portrayals of law enforcement in his movies. 
<laughs> so right so he didn't do anything wrong and he went to jail and uh and it was actually stated and i had actually a list because later in the show i was going to go over the the that the problem with the surveillance is where they they collect all your information all the time is they they don't have to need it for anything right now but if they don't like you for some reason like you were this guy a guy recently got arrested martin Shkreli was gouging people supposedly on pharmaceutical pricing but it wasn't illegal so he was rude to the government who tried to stop him and they said okay we can't arrest you for that but hey we found something from 2009 that we are going to arrest you for so the problem with this constant surveillance is that you no matter what if you ever get out of line politically they can take you down for something you did personally or didn't do personally and just make stuff up out of thin air that thing really disturbs me. That's why it's higher up on my list. And uh, I'm going to get to more calls. Howard has a prediction for 2016. I'm going to get to right after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We're talking about what happened in 2015 with my libertarian take. And next week... I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen in 2016. And today, when I tell you the stuff from 2015, I'm going to fold in the stuff I predicted. And some of it will really hit, really does hit home and might surprise you. But right now, I'm going to let Howard give us uh, his prediction for 2016. Hi, Howard. You're on with Monica. Monica, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, that was very good about the pedophilia. I read uh, UK Mail weekly, and I have gotten a lot of that and that's a shame uh, that that's happened but totally buried by the media by the way here i'm sorry it's totally buried by the media here totally oh absolutely i mean if you want to get the news you basically have to go to the uk mail or something or you know whatever breitbart but i think monica 2016 and i'm talking this is natural events now i'm speaking of we're going to see a lot of funerals uh i think we're going to have two possibly three ex-presidents funerals and I also believe some high-ranking government officials, maybe some people in the presidential election, uh, the health is going to really fail on these people, and it's going to happen quick. That's really surprising. I did not expect you to say that, but I'll tell you something that I have been following for two years now, which I cannot figure out the significance of it, but I can't help but feel it's bad that there are all these Secret Service failures. Have you notice that they let people crawl over the fence in the white house they're drunk one guy crashes his car gets his gun stolen there's shakeups at the top i just feel like uh if the secret service is not functioning properly uh it might be right and you but you but it wouldn't necessarily be natural causes as you uh are pointing to i don't know if that rings a bell for anybody but i just think it's really strange how much the secret service has been uh, thrown under the bus in the press. Well, exactly. And, you know, some of these things, like the CDC in Atlanta, when uh, Barack Obama, who should have been protected, is on the elevator with some guy that what was in ex-felon. I mean, how does this stuff keep happening? It's weird. And and I think the former presidents are also protected by the Secret Service, are right. they not? Right, exactly. And, I, and, and the thing I'm talking about is I'm talking about health issues. I actually think Hillary Clinton is a ticking time bomb of her health. She can't even really get through a whole debate. I think she's got some medical issues, and I think also her husband does. Well, he definitely, I mean, look at all the weight he lost after his heart problems, and I have read rumors about that with her. I never know if that stuff 
is planted for political reasons, but I have to say uh, I have noticed an unusual amount of people getting ill, younger than you would expect. So interesting, Howard. You surprised me with that one. Next up, I'm going to tell you about uh, something I think might be called Operation Common Sense. Tell me what you have on your list of most important things in 2015, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. Maybe something really cool that I don't even know about. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. I give you a pretty different perspective on the news, not just from a point of principles, but from what I really think is going on. I just uh, can't help but see an agenda all over the place. And it's really there. If you're looking, you'll see it too. So I'm going over the 2015 top 10 news events with an eye towards what really happened and what it really means. And I'm also taking your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Right before the break, we got a call from Howard who said he expects, I'm also doing a show next Saturday on what I expect for 2016. But Howard gave us a little uh, prediction that there would be funerals of high-level Americans like uh, former presidents and stuff. And I thought it would be a good time to just... uh, rattle off five people who died this year famous people who died this year in 2015 bb king omar sharif yogi berra who i would have thought was dead already but uh maureen o'hara another one who i didn't think was still alive but uh the my number one sadness of famous people was leonard nimoy I really had a crush on Mr. Spock growing up. I know that's really weird. It's definitely the nerdiest thing that I could tell you. But I loved Leonard Nimoy and uh, was sad to wish him farewell in 2015. I also wanted to, so I'm also taking tweets and Facebook posts. I asked people what their top three news stories of 2015 were, what they wanted me to talk about. And one of uh, the responses I got was from Dorothy on my Facebook page saying, you pick them, Monica, you're fair. And I just wanted to give Dorothy a shout out because she has listened to my show from the beginning. And one of the things she called in about years ago was uh, something she called a psyop. And at that point, I had not even ever heard that expression, psychological operation psyop. Dorothy was in the military, and she knows that sometimes things are carried out for psychological reasons, especially it's supposed to be in foreign countries, but plenty of that happens here at home. If you look up uh, operations in Wikipedia, Operation whatever, MK Ultra, or Operation Mockingbird, MK Ultra was a mind control uh, experimentation that happened here. Mockingbird was... No experiment. It was the government controlling the media, having a deal, a two-way deal with the media. We'll give you the stories, and uh, so we'll make your life easier. And in return, you don't print anything without running it past us. And you can even see to this day, Hollywood movies are vetted by the CIA, even that crazy North Korean thing. Uh, That movie this year that caused all the stir of trying to assassinate the head of North Korea, that 
movie, that comedy was vetted through the CIA. They were like, okay, sure, it'd actually be great, like some <laughs> some good kind of propaganda that we like. So there's tons of operations. And my uh, I've been going through, counting down from 10 to 1, my top 10 events of 2015. If you want to get the early ones, go to my um, website, Monica Perez Show. Com. In a few days, I'll have the podcast up and you can get the whole thing. But I'm down to number six. And I wonder if this thing, if uh, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole, if there is an operation out there called Operation Common Sense. I wonder if there's a real operation in this country called Operation Common Sense. Maybe you can guess what uh, what I'm getting at. Let's just say uh, I... I look at the, my number six then is the the mass shootings that have happened in this country and the way Obama is always ready and the whole anti-gun left is always ready to call for more gun control in the wake of these mass shootings to the point where the, I looked into it and the mass, these mass casualty events, whatever these shootings where it's random people killing random people you know crazy lone wolf guys killing random people have gone up tremendously over uh, in obama's term over previous presidents there was a mother jones story that showed the raw data but it didn't take much to do the math and see that obama is off the charts with this stuff and uh and i just the mass shootings were charleston chattanooga lafayette san bernardino colorado springs oregon the I don't, I think it is hard to know exactly what happened from following the national media on this stuff. And if you really want, and the only reason I ever discovered this was I have, uh, you know, this is a call-in show. So I have to be ready with all the details to really understand what happened and why so that when people call, you know, they if they know more than I do, I really don't have a good, it's not much of a conversation. So I try to figure out the truth. And so when I do that and dig in, I see the story changes within the same newspaper over several days without apology, without reference to facts that, that seem to be true yesterday and aren't today. So then I started to look at, you just want to see pictures that look real uh, witnesses that who have names who you can see and kind of look them in the eye, see if they seem real. Uh, uh, if it comes from official sources, I don't accept anonymous source. That does it. Anonymous government source, unauthorized to comment. Try to count how many times that appears in the next big mass shooting event. It, it, why are they leaking this information? Why are they? Why are they even telling if they're unauthorized? Why? I think it's there's no name attached to it, so there can be no accountability. Why did you think that? Why did you say that? Was it really true? They the stories seem to morph. So I I'm not going to say I know what happened or things are fake or whatever. I'm just saying that there is obviously an agenda here that makes these um, that there are these news stories that play into the gun control meme, whatever. And and it's really funny because. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, there's um, a guy at Freedom Axe Radio who put together a little video on how every time Obama says that, gun uh, purchases and ammo and stuff goes through the roof. So what the heck? I mean, that's really another peeling another layer of the onion. I'm not even ready to peel, but I feel like there's uh, a, a definite 
push that involves these mass shootings. But here's the thing. I saw it coming in last year at the beginning of the year. My prediction so I was saying earlier in the show, I ha- I did the same kind of shows last year, year in review and a year, uh, you know, what to expect in 2015. And, and this comes right out of my notes for that show. More gun control shootings, same pattern. Mass casualty events, crazy guy kills for no reason, then suicides in private, conflicting eyewitness accounts. If anything confirms report from Iron Mountain, it's this. Real deaths, real fear can change policy. Now, I'm referring to something I've referred to throughout the show because it's very big picture stuff, this report from Iron Mountain, where uh, it's an insight into how the government views public opinion, manipulating public opinion for policy changes, even at the most fundamental level. I mean, the citizens of the United States really value the Second Amendment, but uh, given enough, enough of a... Uh, you know, distorting what we thought was reality at a certain point, people just get fatigued and think the world is a different place from what they thought before. They'll actually violate their own fundamental principles to, to just make it stop. And that happened to me during the Iraq war. I remember my father who is Barry Goldwater conservative. He said, you can't invade Iraq. They didn't do anything to us. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, but but it's if you could stop Hitler in advance, wouldn't you? I mean, I really believed it. it was a long time ago. I really, I really was scared. I really thought that our government just knew stuff we didn't know. The world, it was silly to think about principles. But I have since concluded that these principles have been established over ten thousand years of human civilization, of uh, their their religious, ethical, moral, all these principles really dovetail with each other and are a reflection of a stable system of what's required for a stable system so when you start violating your own rules by invading countries you have no right to invade they don't respect the rules either there is no cooperation no consent and it and it destabilizes the system and boy has it (laughs) over there especially with iraq and libya and syria so i feel like even here with the second amendment uh thing if Regardless of what the real facts are behind these mass shootings, you have a right to self-defense, and it is unalienable. So never give up the the right to defend yourself, and you would be more vulnerable anyway. But that's why I feel like it's a, it's a matter of principle there, and um, I don't expect that to ease off in the next year. As uh, Obama has said, it's the last thing left on his to-do list is to have common sense gun control laws, and that's why I think that... I'm going to call this Operation Common Sense. We'll continue. So that was my number six. Number five, the fifth most significant event of 2015 is, to me, uh, Russia entering the war in Syria effectively on the opposite side of us, even though Putin, Russia, is attacking ISIS, the terrorists in Syria. They're doing it with the Syrian government's permission and cooperation, which is not what we're doing. I also feel like that issue is the same as the Syrian refugee crisis issue. It's all about Syria, Russia, uh, Europe, and I have some big picture thoughts about that. Uh, the What's happening over there is, I think... It's pretty obvious there's a battle for energy resources, energy transportation, pipelines through Ukraine, through Syria, 
Russia and the West are on opposite sides of that. Is that really as far as this goes? Is it really just a struggle for control of secondary regions that uh, that we that that we need for power, money, whatever? Or is there even another level of of um, paralegal here? What what we know as this uh, goal that's been in place for probably almost 100 years has it been articulated, this convergence of East and West, that if the West gets uh, a little less capitalistic, a little less prosperous, and the East, meaning Russia and China, gets a little more so, they could be brought together under a world government, which, of course, would be ruled by this power elite that has been working for this for so long. So it could be that there's just another layer of this where ultimately these conflicts will require conflicts resolution, either war and then world government or just world government. Maybe that's where we're headed. The, the Syrian refugee crisis in Europe plays into that also. And this is what I'll tell you. This was something I had anticipated I think it might have been 2014, but I think it was 2015. George Soros said, rivalry with Russia will keep Europe from disintegrating. Back then, we were thinking about the European financial problem as being a threat to the EU. But nobody really talks about that anymore. And that was my prediction. Uh, It was an insight. I didn't predict anything. I just remember thinking, wow, interesting Soros should say, tell us to watch for problems the eu is going to have with russia as a way to keep it together politically because and now when i look back that is what's happening syrian refugee crisis is making them france germany concerned about syria on the opposite side with russia concerned about russia's uh involvement there and that kind of regional project is one of the critical pieces that would be required for a world government to to take place so you can look on my website for Heidi Cruz's uh, Council on Foreign Relations document called a North, Creating a North American Community or something like that. That would be one region, our trade deals across the Pacific and the Atlantic, bring the re- stitch the regions together. The EU is, uh, is a region that would be required for this kind of convergence of global authority. So I feel like uh, the Russian-Syrian crisis is concerning on its face but has implications of the very, very highest level. And after the break, I'm going to get to uh, my top four items, including, well, I'll let you wait and hear what they are. You can call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB, going over the 2015 most significant events. And I've got some comments, some posts from people I asked uh, over the past week or two. What are the three most important events that you think happened in 2015? I don't want to miss any. And I picked my own top 10 list, which was pretty mainstream, although my attitudes about them are not. So I'm going to tell you some of the things other people said. I am, this is a, uh, I am not afraid of opinions that I do not share. So I'm going to read some stuff that's a little, uh, I would say, 
not a mainstream viewpoint. But uh, here, the first one is not as seems fine to me. It's uh, I can't. I think it's just initials. GOK. The fall of the two party system is uh, recognized in 2015. I actually don't. I think that the two party system is so valuable. People for a long time have been saying Republicans will never win another election. I think it's too valuable for the power elite to have this system that keeps everyone voting for the lesser of two evils because then they still get their evil. But it's a good thought. Uh, the second one he chooses is the gaining of U.N. control over sovereign countries. Well, I can certainly agree that there's a problem with respecting people's uh, other countries' sovereignty, and it's a very serious problem. How do we expect to demand sovereignty for ourselves when we don't respect it for others? That, in my opinion, is the true meaning, the kind of uh, under-the-radar elitist meaning of the expression American exceptionalism. It saddens me because I'm a big believer in the American dream and the American experiment and all of that. But I think it's been that we've been manipulated into thinking American exceptionalism means those things. But really, it means that we can demand our sovereignty without respecting the sovereignty of others. It's like the opposite of the golden rule. So I think he's on to something there. He says the tethered control over the ruling class and the untethered control uh, over the ruled class. Tethered control over the ruled class and the untethered control over the ruling class. So the ruling class, he's saying, is completely in the pocket of the elites. And uh, the ruled class, us, we still have some, they still worry about us. As far as we have the Bill of Rights, we do, our opinion does matter. And then he gives me a bonus one. The ruled class attitude is that they don't care about any of the above. So he's saying that people do not care about uh, what's happening in, in the world. The thing about the sovereignty is a much more serious question than people realize. So when you want to talk about, and this is going to come up a lot in 2016, you want to talk about invading other countries like Syria, you you have to think about where you get the right to do that. I mean, it's a sovereign country, and the consent of the governed is presumed. So you think it's a civil war? I just don't. Um, I also want to talk about my next three. I, I get a tweet. I get it. Rand is my number one. Too bad. I don't think he'll get that far. Well, I'm going to tell you in the next hour what I think is going to happen uh, to Rand Paul. This is Monica Perez. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.